Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and I just want to let you know about my gut healing bundle for those with thyroid and autoimmune thyroid conditions. This includes SMT Probio, which is a probiotic with 18 well-researched strains, Enzymes Plus, which not only includes digestive enzymes, but betaine, HCL, and ox bile, and SMT GI Restore, which is a stevia-free formulation that has multiple nutrients and herbs that have been proven to help support the healing of the gut. To learn more about this, you can visit guthealingbundle.com. Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, can both L-carnitine and acetyl-L-carnitine benefit thyroid health? So in a previous Q&A episode, I focused on the benefits of L-carnitine and hyperthyroidism, but in this episode, I want to expand and talk about how it can benefit people with both hyperthyroidism and Hashimoto's, and also focus more on acetyl-L-carnitine. First, let me differentiate between the two. So we have L-carnitine, such as L-carnitine tartrate. So carnitine itself is a nitrogen-containing compound that is synthesized in the liver from the amino acids lysine and methionine. And some carnitine is also formed in the kidneys and the brain. And it could also be consumed in certain foods we eat, such as beef, pork, fish, chicken, as well as dairy products. Carnitine is primarily found in the muscle, even though none of it is actually manufactured in the muscle. And then there's acetyl-L-carnitine, which essentially is L-carnitine with an acetyl group, and this in turn allows the compound to cross the blood-brain barrier more effectively, and that's the reason why a lot of the studies focus on the benefits of acetyl-L-carnitine when it comes to brain health, but it has other health benefits as well, which I'm about to discuss. So I have a lot of research studies pulled up on my computer. Not going to go into detail with each one of these, just going to briefly touch upon these and just show the evidence that both acetyl-L-carnitine and L-carnitine tartrate can have benefits. And some of them are similar benefits, some of them are different benefits, and it really might be worth combining both L-carnitine tartrate and acetyl-L-carnitine. And so when it comes to hyperthyroidism, again, a lot of this is going to benefit those with hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, but just taking a minute to talk about hyperthyroidism, because again, primarily this is why I used L-carnitine in the past. And I'll admit, bugleweed, which has an herb with antithyroid properties, that's usually has been my first choice. And there are some people that have taken bugleweed and L-carnitine. And just after diving into this research, I just realized that there are a lot more benefits when it comes to L-carnitine, like helping with muscle mass, either increasing muscle mass or reducing the loss of muscle mass, helping to support mitochondria and also cognition and brain health, more so with acetyl-L-carnitine and same thing with mitochondria. Again, mitochondria, in case you're not familiar, those are the energy powerhouses of the cell. Uh, So very important. They're in most of the cells in the body. And so L-carnitine and acetyl-L-carnitine help support support mitochondria. And again, I'm going to dive into the study, but I will say when it comes to lowering thyroid hormone levels, most of the research looks at L-carnitine tartrate There is a single study, an animal study that looks at acetyl-L-carnitine possibly helping with that. But I also want to add that over the years, I've had a few people take both L-carnitine tartrate and acetyl-L-carnitine. And again, this was on their own. Like I didn't tell them to do this, but they just did it for whatever reason. And I've had feedback that at least according to them, it seemed like it was helping more. But still, I never really looked into it just because my goal is not to keep on giving 
tons of supplements. I definitely give supplements to people, but I do try to minimize it. And so if bugleweed is helping to lower thyroid hormone levels, I'm not going to tell everybody also to take L-carnitine. But again, after reading this research, I decided that I am going to recommend L-carnitine and acetyl-L-carnitine more commonly. And actually, I have a new product called SMT Carnitine Supreme, which has 400 milligrams of L-carnitine tartrate and 100 milligrams of acetyl-L-carnitine. That is admittedly a big reason why I put together this Q&A episode, just to really dive into the research of why I decided to do that. Why not just have people take L-carnitine or, or just have people with hyperthyroidism take bugleweed? Again, this is something I think could benefit both people with hyperthyroidism and Hashimoto's. That being said, with those with Hashimoto's, you probably won't want to take higher doses, like maybe stick with the 500 milligrams to 1,000 milligrams, which seems to be safe. It's really when you get to 2,000 to 4,000, when that starts lowering thyroid hormone levels. So not that that's not safe, but for someone with Hashimoto's, you don't want to lower thyroid hormone levels. Someone with hyperthyroidism, you probably do want to lower thyroid hormone levels. So this first journal article, it's an older article, just talk about L-carnitine and how it's synthesized in the human brain, liver, kidney, and facilitates the uptake of acetyl-CoA into the mitochondria during fatty acid oxidation, enhances acetylcholine production, and stimulates protein and membrane phospholipid synthesis. And acetyl-L-carnitine may also be of benefit in treating Alzheimer's, dementia, depression in the elderly, even HIV infection, diabetic neuropathies as well. And then there's another, so the next journal article I'm looking at, and I'll make sure to include these links in the show notes, which you could check out by visiting saymythyroid.com. Not that you'll want to look at all these studies, but maybe one or two people will. So this is a 2020 study looking at acetyl-L-carnitine and dementia and other cognitive disorders. And it starts off by saying that several studies explore the effects of acetyl-L-carnitine and dementia, suggesting a role in slowing down cognitive decline. And it goes on to say that the role of acetyl-L-carnitine and dementia is still under debate. The underlying mechanisms may include restoring of cell membranes and synaptic functioning, enhancing cholinergic activity, promoting mitochondrial energy metabolism, protecting against toxins, which is very interesting, and exerting neurotrophic effects. And the effects of acetyl-L-carnitine on the gut-liver-brain axis seem to identify the category of patients in which the new insights contribute most to the mechanisms of action of acetyl-L-carnitine, likely being the liver metabolism and the improvement of hepatic detoxifying mechanisms, the primary target. So again, just supporting liver as well, which uh, is, is really, really cool. And so this next journal article I'm looking at is from 2017, and the title is L-carnitine and acetyl-L-carnitine roles and neuroprotection in the developing brain. So I'm not going to get into great detail with this, but in the abstract here, it says that in recent years, there has been considerable interest in the therapeutic potential of L-carnitine and acetyl-L-carnitine for neuroprotection in a number of disorders, including hypoxic ischemia, traumatic brain injury, Alzheimer's disease, and in conditions leading to central peripheral nervous system injury. So this next journal article, it's an older one from 2005 and talks about muscle carnitine and hypo and hyperthyroidism. And it starts off by saying that weakness is common in both hyper and hypothyroidism and skeletal muscle L-carnitine may play a role in this regard as suggested by studies indicating abnormal levels of carnitine and serum and urine of patients with thyroid dysfunction. And that our data indicate that muscle carnitine levels are affected by both hypo and hypothyroidism and a decrease in muscle carnitine in both conditions may contribute to thyroid myopathy. 
So another reason to consider in some cases for both hypo and hyperthyroidism to supplement, especially if you're experiencing any type of muscle weakness. And then this next journal article I have up, I'm just going to mention it briefly because I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in the previous podcast episode I had on L-carnitine with hyperthyroidism because this is a novel treatment for subclinical hyperthyroidism, a pilot study on the beneficial effects of L-carnitine and selenium, and it involved a low dose of L-carnitine, only 500 milligrams of L-carnitine and 83 micrograms of selenium. And again, this is subclinical hyperthyroidism. So the thyroid hormone levels were normal. TSH was depressed. And antibodies, they rec- they tested thyroid peroxidase and thyroid globulin antibodies. doesn't look like they tested Graves' disease antibodies, the TSI, but they were normal in people. And so it just mentioned that after one month of treatment, that it helped with symptoms essentially, that and thyroid hormones and autoantibodies remained in a normal range. And so the conclusions is that L-carnitine and selenium combined significantly reduced symptoms associated with subclinical hyperthyroidism, including quality of life patients without significant modifications of their endocrine profile. And again, this is good for those with Hashimoto's because it another example that if you take a lower amount, in this case, 500 milligrams, it won't necessarily lower thyroid hormones like it will if taken in higher amounts, like 2,000 milligrams to 4,000 milligrams. And then this next journal article I have up is from 2017, and it says that dietary supplementation with acetyl-L-carnitine counteracts age-related alterations of mitochondrial biogenesis, dynamics, and antioxidant defenses. And again, this is a rat study. And then this next one, this is actually a 2023 journal article that also talks about the benefits of acetyl-L-carnitine and mitochondria. And it mentions that acetyl-L-carnitine shuttling links mitochondrial metabolism to histone acetylation and lipogenesis. And then this journal article that I'm looking at is from 2009, and the title is Mitochondrial in the Elderly is Acetyl-L-Carnitine a Rejuvenator. And in the abstract, it says that we suggest that acetylation of mitochondrial proteins leads to a specific increase in mitochondrial gene expression and mitochondrial protein synthesis. And jumping to the conclusions, it says that we review acetyl-L-carnitine as a therapeutic agent with the ability to reverse the age-associated mitochondrial defect and its impact on age-related diseases such as cardiac ischemia, and goes on to talk about two mechanisms here. Again, I'll just make sure it's include the link in the show notes. I'm not going to get into detail with this. And then 2015 journal article shows that acetyl-L-carnitine ameliorates mitochondrial damage and apoptosis following spinal cord injury in rats, and starts off by mentioning how acetyl-L-carnitine facilitates the entry and exit of fatty acids from mitochondria and plays an essential role in energy metabolism. And although acetyl-L-carnitine is known to exert neuroprotective effects in multiple neurological diseases, its effects on spinal cord injury induce mitochondrial impairments and apoptosis remain unclear. And it concludes by saying that our findings demonstrate that acetyl-L-carnitine ameliorated spinal cord injury-induced mitochondrial structural alterations, mitochondrial dysfunction, as well as apoptosis. And then a 2018 study showed that L-carnitine suppresses loss of skeletal muscle mass in patients with liver cirrhosis. And it just goes on to say that liver cirrhosis is a major cause of secondary sarcopenia and that L-carnitine suppresses loss of skeletal muscle mass and may therefore be a novel therapeutic option for sarcopenia in patients with liver cirrhosis. 
And I also should mention that the average L-carnitine dose used during the study was approximately 1,000 milligrams per day, specifically 1,018 milligrams per day. And then another study, this is from 2020, showed the effect of L-carnitine supplementation on exercise-induced muscle damage, and that accumulating evidence of previous experimental studies indicated that L-carnitine positively ameliorates muscle damage. And it shows that our outcomes indicate that L-carnitine supplementation improves delayed onset muscle soreness and markers of muscle damage. And then overall summary results indicate that L-carnitine supplementation improves muscle soreness, markers of muscle damage, and it ameliorated muscle damage only in resistance training groups and untrained populations. And then this is a 2021 study I'm looking at that talks about the clinical effects of L-carnitine supplementation on physical performance in healthy subjects and says that L-carnitine supplementation improves body strength, sports endurance, and exercise capacity, as well as delaying the onset of fatigue. And then finally, a study found from 2018 showing the possible antioxidant effects of acetyl-L-carnitine as an add-on therapy on a relapsing-remitting model of experimental autoimmune encephalomyelitis in rats, again, a rat study. But again, just uh, another study demonstrating the antioxidant effects of acetyl-L-carnitine So just a lot of different benefits of both L-carnitine tartrate and acetyl-L-carnitine. So again, it helps to reduce oxidative stress with its antioxidant effects, helps with muscle mass to either reduce the loss of muscle mass, maybe increase muscle mass, but either way, beneficial, especially for those with hyperthyroidism, I see all the time. And I experienced when I dealt with grave disease, loss of muscle mass, I just wasn't familiar with all the benefits of L-carnitine back then. And that's why I relied on bugleweed. And again, for years, been recommending bugleweed just because I looked at L-carnitine. I know it had other benefits, but again, just trying to minimize the supplements, but just amazing seeing everything, all these benefits that it has. And that's why I just decided to start recommending this to my patients with hyperthyroidism. And also, I think it's a good idea for those with Hashimoto's to consider taking it. Again, should every single person with Hashimoto's as well as hyperthyroidism take it? I mean, ultimately, of course, it's up to you, but just all the benefits it has. Something even myself, I think I'm going to start taking it myself, just not real high doses since, again, I no longer have hyperthyroidism, but uh, take like 500 milligrams a day. I'll take just on a wellness basis. So that is my answer to the question, can both L-carnitine and acetyl-L-carnitine benefit thyroid health? So it's mainly L-carnitine tartrate that benefits thyroid health specifically, especially those with hyperthyroidism in larger doses. And again, there's a very small amount of evidence that shows that acetyl-L-carnitine can have that effect. And I mentioned how some patients, again, patients that where I didn't recommend to take both of them, but they just decided to take it on their own. Some of them felt better taking both the acetyl-L-carnitine and regular L-carnitine. I can't say everyone felt better. Some of them might have not noticed any difference. But either way, something that I'm going to consider taking myself, like I said, in addition to recommending it more to patients. And it's not just the benefits I just mentioned a minute ago, but just during this whole presentation, just the antioxidant properties, effects on muscle mass, effects on mitochondria. Just again, I can't say enough about what I learned about both regular L-carnitine, but mainly acetyl-L-carnitine with the research. But again, L-carnitine also just, uh, yeah, like I said, I think both of them have good benefits and there's overlap with 
them too to some extent as well. So even if you just took one or the other, you'll get some benefits. But I figured when coming out with a new product, why not have one that has both L-carnitine and acetyl-L-carnitine? So as usual, I hope you found this Q&A episode to be valuable. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.